Welcome to the Encouraging Words for Wives podcast, where we focus on talking about all the real things within a marriage that no one likes to talk about and all of the small decisions that we need to make to be the best version of ourselves to enhance our marriages by following biblical teaching. I'm your host, Simone Phillips from London. For more information, visit our website, www.encouragingwordsforwives.com. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just a woman that's been through some stuff and wanted to create a platform to encourage our wives out there. Welcome to episode six. I can't believe we are six episodes in. Oh my goodness. And today I have an amazing guest with me. She is basically my big sister. I've got so much love for her, her energy, her style, her dance move, her singing. Ah, absolutely sensational. Like she is a woman that I have always, from when I was in secondary school, always looked up to and was like, she's always happy. She's always vibrant. She's just got such an infectious smile. Just someone that I've always thought, I want to be like that. I want to be like her. I just admire her, you know. She is just full of life, full of energy. And, oh, she is absolutely phenomenal. She is what I would say a phenomenal woman and a phenomenal wife, honestly. So she is a mother, a wife, a singer, a songwriter and a life coach. You need to introduce yourself, Wens. Tell the people who you are and what you do. <laughs> what a welcome. What an absolute welcome. My goodness. Simone, first of all, let me start before I even introduce myself. I want to say a massive thank you to you for inviting me on oh. to your Encouraging Wives platform to do this podcast, share this moment with you. I mean, for all the things that you had to say about me, let me tell you that oh. I think you're an absolute queen. Oh, Wednesday. And it was a watch you go down the aisle. That was an <laughs> honour. I'm friends with you because of my sister. I met you through my sister and I love that every time I engage with you or I see you, and sometimes it's not always frequent, but when we do, it's like we just pick right back up yeah. where we left off, if that makes oh, sense. I respect you. you. I think this is a wonderful step in your career and your direction and the things that you're wanting to do and achieve, and it's an honour to be here. So thank you very much for having oh, me. Oh, Wens, thank um, you. <laughs> and that's the absolute truth. My name is Wendy Harrier. I am a singer-songwriter, life and performance coach. I'm a voiceover artist. And many might say, geez, how many things do you do? But the fact of the matter is, I grew up spending a lot of my life, you know, some would say a jack of all trades, a master of none. Until I was educated, I was on a course one day and somebody said, you can do many things, especially in Christ. God has given us many gifts and talents and abilities for us to explore them and develop and grow them and you know, be everything that we're called and purpose to be. So then I was a jack of all trades, a master of all things. And mate, I love that. Why do we limit ourselves and box ourselves in to only be good at one thing? There's so many things that we have, you know, so many gifts and talents that we've been blessed with. So I'd rather know that I did and used my time efficiently and used it well. I love that. I love that. You're utilizing <laughs> your passion, your purpose. 
I'm here for that. I'm here. Yes, for that. of course. All of it. There's so many things. It's never just one thing. It's only one thing if you have a limited belief. And that is one thing I do not have. I love that, man. Mm. On today's episode, I want to talk about how we deal with our insecurities. All right. So Mm -hmm. before we get started, Wendy, if you tell the people how long you've been married for. I would have been married for 19 years. Shut up. I can't believe it myself because I'm going to be honest with you. It feels like I got married yesterday. 19 years. 19 years. March 27th. Yeah. That's that. I can't believe it. I got married March 27th, 2004 to my wonderful husband who we were childhood sweethearts. I love it. I love him. I still love him. I I fancy him. I still fancy him. I love it. Do you get what I mean? All these things like I love our marriage. He's my bestest friend. I can talk to him and tell him anything. He can tell me he knows how to push all my buttons at the same time. But that's good. It keeps the passion I love burning. This. Oh my god. 19 years. Oh right. 19 years. I need to know my what the goodness. secret is, but we'll touch on that later on. Honestly. Yes, we will. Right. Okay. So <laughs> let's move. Let's get stuck into it. So okay, has there been yeah. a point within your life where you've had an insecurity? And how did you deal with it? Because oh my I, goodness, I I don't think I would be human if I didn't have any insecurities. That's human nature. So I'm not going to sit here on any form of pedestal and be like, oh, no, 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 not me. And, you know, I've never felt like this. Of course I have. I've had many insecurities. However, how I dealt with them is in regards to my marriage and my relationship, I think it's so important to talk about them. It's so important to share your insecurities or how you might be feeling because I find that once you share them and once you voice them, that that voice, that negative voice, because that's where I think insecurity comes from, a negative disposition in our mind. And once we voice that, somebody else hears it, as in your husband, your partner, and they can squash it mm. because they're always looking at you from a different viewpoint to what you're seeing about yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yes. you know what? You just touched upon something where you said about the little voice. And sorry to get deep so early on into this, but the enemy sometimes is that voice whispering. Right. Okay. So do not apologize for being deep. We can (laughs) call it what it is. The enemy plays absolute havoc. He plays absolute havoc with your mind, your thoughts, your emotions. However, the God that we serve, we must know that we have to trust. Yeah. That he knows all things. Yes. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens yes. us, right? Yes. We know that this is a, a popular scripture within the Bible. Yeah. But however, if we just box ourselves off, insecurities likes to make you feel isolated. Mm-hmm. Makes you like to feel like you're on your own. You're the only one going through it. You're the only one that will understand it. And that is a lie from the enemy. It's a massive lie. Because God wants to hear those things that are troubling you, doesn't it? It says, cast all your cares. And with thanksgiving and understanding, he will make your requests be made known to God. So we have to tell him what we're, how we're feeling, what's happening. Cast all our burdens onto him. He will take it it. away. And sometimes as well, when we are feeling insecure and we're dealing with our insecurities, it's so important that we, exactly what you said, tell him. Because he already knows. He just wants us to tell him. 
Yes. Pouring our heart out, you know, because the Bible yeah. talks about... Because God doesn't want us to be isolated. Right. He doesn't. And also, God wants us to pour out our hearts to him. He wants us to be in a place of grief. And it always reminds me of Psalms. I, I love Psalms. Because why I like Psalms is because David is crying out hardcore in Psalms. I just love the, not love the way he pours it out, but I just love some of the Psalms where he's just, Lord, I need you. I need your help. I need your guidance. Yeah. I need, you know, and, yeah. And just so unapologetic, just real, raw, authentic, yeah. because we do have insecurities. And it's true, yes. the enemy, like how God knows us. The enemy has been studying us as well. So he knows yes. what's going to tick us off. He knows our insecurities. He knows yeah. all of the things that's going to fly us off over the handle. So it is important that we tap into Christ. And not and it's not easy as well. No, and I was going to say with that, I think some people are unfamiliar with putting on the whole armour of God. Yeah, uh, it's not just to go to work. It's in our day to day, you know, putting on the helmet of of salvation, shodding our feet with the gospel of peace, our shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, girding our waist with truth. That's the daily thing for all things that we encounter. And it's so important because then when he comes with the negative voice, the enemy under attack, we got the sword, yep. we got the shield, we've got the helmet, helmet. the waist, the foot mm -hmm. to protect us. Otherwise, we've all done it. We've all done it though, when we haven't put on the armor, where we forgot or we got blase, and then you get slapped upside your head and you think, you know, you lose your footing. What's going on here? As much as God is there to protect us, we have to remember to put on that armour too. Absolutely. And you know what? That actually happened to me today. I kid you not. I didn't put mm -hmm. on the armour. And I got slapped up. Yeah. And I was so angry. I was so annoyed. I was like, no, what is going on? <laughs> These people are really trying to drag me out and they're trying to make me go ghetto. Like... Are they? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was bad wins. It was so bad. Friends, and I, know I had to take I myself know, to like a small room and just like, Lord, just take this anger from me, please. Take it, yeah. please, because I can't. I, I actually can't. And because I the thing is, it makes you feel out of control. Yeah. And it. And that's that's. And that's also, where he want, that's also right, where the enemy wants you. Exactly. And I was out of, I felt uncomfortable being like that emotion that I was feeling, yeah. that anger. It was, I didn't yeah. like feeling like that. I didn't like yeah. with my face being pushed up, my you yeah. know, squint in my eye, <laughs> my nose is all flared. I didn't want to feel, I didn't want to display <laughs> that. <laughs> I didn't want to display and then the that. Next someone wants to say, and the next minute, someone will be like, I don't know, what's wrong with Simone? Right. She's really changed. Right. Defamation of character. This no, no, This no. is it. On it all day, today, <laughs> oh, it took a lot out of me. But I realised, even when I was on my way here, I was like, you know what? I need to spend time in God's presence. Right, okay. I know yeah. what to do. Just to get myself back in realignment, you know? <laughs> but it, it's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult, but exactly what you said, putting on that full armour of God daily is vital yeah. in our walk with Christ. Daily. I love yeah. that. And the thing is, we're human, we're human again. We are going to forget. That's what I mean. We do get complacent. Yeah. But the good thing is, is he's not going to chastise us in that. As long as we're like, okay, I recognise where I went wrong today or in this moment, but Lord, I'm here. I'm presenting Absolutely. myself to you. You said you took yourself to a quiet space. 
because you knew if I stayed in that, if I stayed in my flesh, if I stayed in my anger, you'll see something that you wouldn't want to see. And I'll have more regret because you've got more to lose. Absolutely. Because that's not your character. Absolutely. That's literally how I was today. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Right. So being married for 19 years, 19 years, that's um, (laughs) absolutely fantastic. Which is such a blessing as well, to be fair, um, to st- say that you're married and be married and still be in love as well for 19 years. I love that. Has there been a point within your marriage where you felt insecure? Yes, definitely. So I would answer this as in, I think insecurity is a funny thing because, again, it's that negative voice. It's the enemy trying to talk to you and tell you things that are not necessarily it and make them it. And He's always on the prowl. He's always looking for any little slight crack that he can slip in and just say, what about, you don't look as good as you normally do? Or, or, you've changed. Do you get what I mean? There's always, and once once you give that a little little bit of air, a little bit of space, it it can run wild Mm, if you allow it. So yes, I have. But as I said, I would say again and again, I will speak it out. I'll be like, if I'm feeling a certain way, for example, if it is an insecurity and it's personal, I will express to my husband, I'm feeling like this. What do you think? And nine times out of 10, the thing that I'm feeling or seeing, he's not seeing. Yeah. yeah, Not because he's blind, but because he's like, why would you, why would you say that? I'm not thinking about that. What, what made you think of that? Then you realize the trigger of where that's come from that's got nothing to do with your marriage, nothing to do with your mm. husband. It's just that negative voice where the enemy's been allowed to infiltrate and come in. And you have to silence that. Yeah. And that's what the Bible talks about silencing the enemy. Yeah. You have to silence the enemy. You have to. It's a must. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? And But you know what? I think a lot of the times, and I struggled with this myself within. Oh, I would say the first year of marriage, which was yeah. I was unable to distinguish between was it the enemy or is it me? Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on in yeah. my head, you know. And I remember yeah. I, I battled with that a lot during lockdown times. Okay. I normally find how I'm able to differentiate is insecurity doesn't make you feel good about yourself. So I always remember if, if it doesn't build you up, if it doesn't fire you up and it's doing the complete opposite, which is making you feel downtrodden, weary, tired, angry. Those are not feelings that God wants you to feel and to be expressing. When you're married, it's not the land of make-believe, yeah? So if all true marriages know that. You, it's a work in progress at all times. That's how I look at it. But it's what you it's what you want to put in it from the beginning. So there's the fundamentals that we all know, you know, if you pray, if you read your Bible daily, if you put on the armour of God, speak to each other in all senses of the way. I think people forget in your marriage, you've got to be all things. It's no point being over on that side and being holier than thou, but you're not taking care of. No, but it's It's so true. It's so true. You've done all the counseling, you've done all the marriage prep, what, and you're going to be with each other and be stiff. You can't, that's that, that it wouldn't work. No, but it's it's not. It's so true. That's when you're most at your prime, having the best fun, living your best life. So we're all going to have insecurities, but it's how you deal with them. And I think the word is one of the bestest and greatest things. Yeah. And I love the way you put it, where you said about if it's not a positive feeling towards you, 
like you're not feeling yeah. uplifted and so on and so forth, then you need to silence it, <laughs> silence the enemy. And it's true, the enemy is looking for someone to devour. The, it says he's that, always looking to steal our joy. Absolutely. He yeah. He's not even holding back or pretending, no, I don't really want it. That's exactly what, what he wants to do. Yeah. So if you're encountering those feelings, then you know, okay, this is straight up from the enemy. enemy. I've allowed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what am I going to do about, do about it, it? Exactly. I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. I love that. So what advice then would you give to a wife who is battling having insecurities within their marriage? I mean, you've already said some really great pointers, but I'm interested, should I say, to hear what advice you would give to a wife that's battling with insecurities. So to a wife, I would definitely say your feelings are important and they are validated. So I'd say, first of all, you owe it to yourself to sit down, just take a piece of paper, whether it's a notebook or whatever, and literally draw a line in the page and write down your insecurities. Write down what is actually going on for you because sometimes you need to see it or you need to hear it. You need to look at you need to look at what am I writing and what am I saying to myself? What how am I feeling? How is this making me feel? After that, look at those things that you've written down and see how they uplift you. Do they uplift you? Do they inspire you? Do they make you feel better about yourself? The answer to all of them, nine times out of 10, will be no. Then that list that you have, I would share it with your husband. Why wouldn't you? With your significant other, why wouldn't you? Share it with them. This is the thoughts that have been plaguing my mind. I just want you to listen to me and tell me what you feel when you hear them. The person that loves you and is married to you and is with you will be able to decipher very quickly that this is not for you. But if you are not, if you, it's important to be able to see those thoughts written down and also to ask your husband, your wife, to be able to know, you know, this is, this is not for me. This is what's plaguing my mind. This is what's troubling me. Because your partner, in that sense, will be able to counteract that. Remember, because you're married, you're joined. They will know this is of the enemy. This is not it. So they will love on you with the words that you need to counteract those insecurities. I love this. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so practical. If we're saying that God is at the centerfold as well, God will be speaking to your husband, to your wife, to be able to tell you. What to do and how to navigate it. Yeah. It's so true. To be in alignment. Yeah. So then what then, I'm going to throw a spanner in the work. Sorry, Wens. So what advice then would you give to a wife where her husband's not in Christ? How would you tackle that? I would still definitely say to write down your feelings. Nothing changes in that. And the reason why I say that, I say that even with my clients that are life coach or performance coach, you matter first. That's going to sound really strange. In Christ... Within your marriage, God is always first. Mm -hmm. But the next person down should be yourself. Yeah. Because you matter. Because when you value who you are, you're going to be able to give your very best to your husband. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So I think it's good to acknowledge how you feel. That's important. Next, whether they're in Christ or not in Christ, I would definitely say to still communicate. Mm. Communication is a massive key. Because what you can do is, you know, 
be all things for him, but hold back how you're really feeling. Yeah. That's that's only going to build frustration and mm. upset and hurt and anger. Yeah. And um, what's the other that word? Resentment. There you go. Yeah, resentment. Yeah, yeah. Even if he doesn't hear you, you've voiced it. And that's still a step in the right direction. So true, because a lot of the times, and I'm just reflecting back on myself now, I feel like I'm in therapy. My goodness. When I was going through, um, I went through like a dark place that I've I mentioned it in previous episodes so you're gonna have to look in Wendy to hear the details but (laughs) when I was I think it must have been 2021 2021 that's when I went through my dark phase and it's true you internalize a lot like you go in you just go into your own thoughts and you play around with the same thing in your head over and over again and honestly, yeah. I kind of wish that I did write it down because I didn't. And the scenes are going to change. And when you, right. when you, at least when you write it down, you can see it. Exactly. But, but when you don't, it's going to escalate. Yeah. And you know, like a spider graph. It's Ex- going to have loads of different things that, coming off of it. You've abs- worked out this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's this. Maybe no. And then you're just confused, angry. You, and then do you know what? In all of that, you isolate yourself. Yeah. You don't even realize how far back. You're yep. stepping away from the person that you say you love. Yep. So true. Embrace. Yeah. So true. That's why I say you're important. You're so important mm. in this, in the writing down and seeing it, because that's how you feel. Nobody wants to take that away from you. It doesn't mean that it's true, but that's what you're yep. experiencing. I, you know what? My pastor, my previous pastor, you always used to say, feelings are not facts. And yes. I love that. I love it and it's so true. And that's powerful itself. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So I know this is encouraging words for wives. However, yeah. I'm sure we've got some singles listening out there. So what advice would you give to a woman or women who are seeking to get married? So for a woman seeking to get married, I'm going to say some things you might not like, no, but it's all said in love. And I say this because some people will embrace it and some people will be like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I have to do? Some of us women want to get married and are seeking married, but they're not prepared to work on themselves before. Absolutely. Yeah. Before that, and I'm saying this in love, I prepared And by preparation, I mean, I had to get ready. There were some things that I had to let go of Mm. from my past. There were some things where I was stepping into a new phase, friends. Some friends were not going to be going with me to my next, you know, journey of life. Yeah. Yeah. And not because I didn't like them, but it just didn't suit my narrative of where I was going. going. Yeah. But most importantly, if you're serious about marriage, you know, I am a believer and I'm never going to hide that fact. God is at the centre of my marriage and I believe that he's the reason why it's lasted for so long. Yeah. Because yeah. some winds, and I mean winds, gale force, hurricane winds, some tornadoes have blown. Yeah. But if God, if God wasn't at the centrefold, it's too easy nowadays. People walk away from marriages left, right and centre. So yeah. you need a centrefold, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's God so is true. my centrefold. So I would say... Get right with him. And I'm not talking about a long checklist of, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. God God loves us anyway. But if you're serious, you have to say to God and be able to speak out 
and speak out and say, this is what I want. Be specific is another key I would say. Ask for what you want. If you just say, I just want a man. What man? Well, uh, who is he? You know what? The Bible talks about you have not because you ask not. There we go. So it's be so specific. true. You have to. You have to. You have yeah, to be not, specific. Not just I want him to be tall, six foot five. Dark hair, skin. Spring, <laughs> dark skin. Not that specific. You can be specific, but it doesn't just stop there. Listen, I think about my husband now, and he's everything I prayed for. Oh, Every single thing. I love Now, that. of course, there are going to be things where I'm like, mm, we could do that a bit better. But if I don't put that to prayer, how's it going to improve? <laughs> but how how's it gonna how is it going to improve right if i don't worry about it i say this all the time i think on every episode now I sh- i'm sure i've said this you have to pray even yes. just little things yeah so me and my, a couple of my friends we banter and talk about oh he leaves the dirty socks on the floor and yeah, I'm like, awesome. and they're complaining about it. And I'm like, but have you prayed about it? Pray about it. And they're laughing. I'm like, I'm being serious. Pray about it. Yeah. Put it in prayer. Yeah. Like, Pray until something happens. happens. Now, yeah. I've got to give it, oh, my God. I've got to give it. My husband's mum raised him to. Oh, amazing. She, I mean, she hands down. She smashed it with him. Amazing. With her son, my husband. She smashed it. So I don't have that thing with him. What she didn't bless him too well with is the DIY. I've got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you can't be great at everything. This but the me. things that he is great at, I've prayed for. And the mm. things, likewise for me, I say to him as well, he, he will pray about the things that he would like me to improve. It's not one-sided. Yeah. It's a two-way street. Right. And we must remember that as well. Do you, I do you see what that. I mean? So I going that. back to your question... To singles, listen, take time to prepare yourself. Look after yourself. Know what you want. Like Know that when you're going into a relationship or if you're looking for a relationship, yes, you're going to have different things, but as in terms of baggages. And by baggages, I'm talking about, you know, your lifestyle, how you've lived, what you've done so far, what you've achieved, your career. What, but you've got to make room. And that's what I'm talking about by being prepared. Read out. How can you be the best version of yourself? What do you have to offer? What do you have to bring to the table? As well as what do you want them to bring to the table? Yeah, I love that. When you're in an argument, because arguments happen, anyone that tells you that they're married and they don't argue is lying. Mate. (laughs) But it's it's how you deal with it. How am I, what kind of person do I want to be if we're having a disagreement? These are all questions to ask yourself that I call Mm, preparation. And preparation is important. It's so Preparation is not just... I'm going to look for the wedding venue. I want this cake. I want this dress. I want 7 million bridesmaids. I want to do this wedding. It goes deeper than that. It's so true, the whole preparation part, because I think a lot of wives probably didn't prepare or didn't know how to prepare, especially, and I think even with myself, actually, I'm just thinking back, and I do cover this in another episode where where I didn't have that role model, like my mum or dad to look up to. I didn't see what a marriage was like. So I was I was like, my definition of a marriage was what I saw on TV, which wasn't real because it's TV. So yeah. I think that also plays a part into it as to why it's so important and fundamental 
why, you know, single women need to work on themselves. So at least they're going into the marriage hole rather than being all... Yeah, 100% because, you know... Yeah, broken and all over the place. Mm. You just touched on something there. I lost my dad coming up to five years this year, as you know. But one of the most amazing things was growing up in our home, I, I witnessed 33 years of marriage. There was a lot of laughter, a lot of jokes. There was a lot of love, there was. first and foremost. A lot of care. And you came to our yep. household many times. Yep. When we lost my dad, it was a big thing. But what my mum and dad did... As much as he was a great loss, they also gave us the the foundation of marriage can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Marriage can be a partnership. Marriage is about love. And for me, when I went out into the big wide world and I was preparing myself for marriage, all the women in my family got married at, at 30. So that was my thing. Oh, yeah, when I'm 30, um, I'm going to be doing this, right, this, that and the other. My husband came to propose to me when I was 27. So oh, I was wow. like, what is this? We did, I didn't, this isn't part <laughs> of the plan. This isn't how I imagined it to go. Yeah. But we both had premarital counselling before we got married, and which is a big thing. But even in that, I was like, but my mum and dad have actually taught me this from the beginning, which was what was I looking for in marriage? Mm. I remember even dating in like secondary school and like guys, you know what guys are like. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, do you want to do that? I'm just being really real. And I'll be like, no, I can't do that. Sorry, it's for my husband. That's it's true. For my husband. Yeah, it's and so true. Married like you're a child because you're preparing. Yeah, it's People, so if true. People, if you're sowing out all your seeds when you're young, what are you saving for your for husband? husband? So true. So yeah, true. That's if you want to. I'm just saying. So true. So true. No, you're right. And you know what? Just thinking back at it as well, your parents were someone as well that I would look up to and be like oh my god and I used to love coming to your house because it was just so loving it was just so warm and I loved it I was like oh my god you know it was just nice you know and um yeah Yeah. your your parents marriage was someone that I did look up to and that's why it was important it was so important that your mum and you was at my wedding I was like I have to I have to I remember I don't even know where I was that day. I was somewhere working and I remember saying to my mum, I'm going to have to go. And I remember driving far, but I was like, I can't miss this. And I sat like a cat in your ceremony, <laughs> smiling, skin and teeth, like thinking, oh my God, when is she coming? And then you came down the aisle and I was just... <laughs> my teeth, they were, I was, they were shining, smiling so hard. <laughs> you deserved every moment. It was beautiful to oh thank you thank you so <laughs> last question then so how have you kept your yes. marriage alive yes. after 19 years oh my gosh how have you kept it alive <laughs> wins we've kept it alive again and this isn't cliche it's just facts god is at the center of our marriage mm. always 100 percent, the center the top if he's not at the top, we've seen how things can get out of sync and out of alignment. So I would say God first. We talk, our communication, we talk a lot. You can always have more quality time. Quality time is so important. I think as well, I'm just going to drop a couple of nuggets. The five love languages. Yes. If you don't know them, if you don't know them, learn about them. They're amazing. 
They consist of quality time, affirmation, physical touch, receiving of gifts and acts of service. These are all ways in which we love naturally and we want to be loved. I think it's essential to find out how your husband or your wife likes to be loved. I think it's so important because sometimes we want to love them with the love that we think they need. Yeah. But we need to love them with what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes think, we seem to love them how we want to be loved. That's as well. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's sometimes where people can Clash. have friction. Because yeah. You'll be loving someone with physical touch and they're like, I just wish you would cook my dinner. Right. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but I want this. You've got to meet. No, but do you see what I mean? You've got yeah. to meet. You've got to know what your husband, wife wants. Another thing I think where people forget after the ceremony's happened, after you've lived your best life, people forget you have to pray over each other. You've got to be covering each other. I'm going to share this with you. This is you. Um, it's yes, a I've got the this. Pray. Yes, that book. The Power of a Praying Wife. Yes, please can you tell the people if you read it out, the um, title and the author, please. Of course, it's um, The Power of a Praying Wife by Stormy Armation. And the Amartian is spelled O-M-A-R-T-I-A-N. You can find it on Amazon. I mean, anywhere. This book. This book is is so brilliant. It covers all the topics. I'm gonna. Can I read the back of it? Yeah, yeah. Please, please. This book is so powerful. It's amazing. Listen to this. When a woman prays for her husband, both receive the blessings. These much-requested prayers from the power of a praying wife serve as the perfect starting point in asking for God's wisdom and blessing for your marriage. Each one lifts up various facets of your husband's life, including his temptations, fears, priorities, health, finances. Scripture verses are included, which is what I love. So it's not just someone talking, mm. it's backed up with the word. To encourage you throughout your day and you'll find room to add your own reflections, petitions and answer to prayer. I mean, this book, I can't... Fantastic. I can't sing its praises enough. Yeah, I've got that book. And they're just short little prayers. You can say them in under a minute. Yeah. Wonderful. I used to read this actually on the train. That will be my morning read yes. every morning on the train. Absolutely fantastic in terms of knowing what to pray for as well. Because for me personally, being a newly wife... I didn't really know mm -hmm. what I was doing. I was like, oh, I, what am I doing? Am I doing this right? And I felt yeah. embarrassed asking people as well. I was like, how am I meant no, to ask someone, you know? And this yeah. is why I started the podcast because I was thinking, surely I can't be the only one. There must be people no. out there that's struggling or battling with certain things, hence why I'm doing the podcast. But that book, yeah, ace. The book is great. Absolutely fantastic. And, and I'll also address the elephant in the room. I'm going to just say it as it is, keep it sexy. Yep. Keep it sexy and keep it sassy. Mm -hmm. Imagine that you're dating. Anytime you're going out, that's your first day every time. Love that. It's so true. Make the effort. So true. So true. Simone, I've seen you many a times. I always am in absolute awe when you're dressed up and you're going out <laughs> because you're queening all day long. Killing it. <laughs> listen it's important when you walk into that room together as well it's about 
having those eyes for each other, it's so having true. fun in open spaces as well as behind, behind closed, closed doors. doors like, yeah. With family, with friends. I just think all of those things attribute to keeping it fresh. Yeah. Keeping it alive. Have fun together. People forget. Fun is so important. It's so true. You've got to be able to laugh. So true. I love this. And oh my together. Oh my, I love when you and your husband dance and go out. Oh, it's so infectious. I love it. The energy. (laughs) I never forget. Yeah, do you get what I mean? There was one time on, um, I think you posted a video and your husband was performing and you was like a fan, like a super fan. And I was like, I love this. Literally. (laughs) I, I I felt alive. I He's loved fine. it. That's how I look at it. I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, how amazing is this? Absolutely. No, honestly, used to my absolute. <laughs> I, I look at used to and I just think, you know what, Lord? Please just, right. yeah. Yeah. And, and Sim, all the things that you pray for, anyone, all the things that you pray for and you put to God, he will answer you. Yeah. Honestly, as I said, I'm 19 years in. I still look at the pictures like it was yesterday. I still feel like it was yesterday. Of course, we have testing times. Yep. Everyone does. But the fact that if you walk through together, yeah. you just level up to the next level. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. It's all part of the journey. It is. It is. I love that. Wins. Oh, my God. Honestly, I've loved our chat today. Me too. I've loved it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. There's been nuggets from this. So I like to do a scripture of the day. And today's scripture is, I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 7, verse 17. And it says, Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. In terms of that verse, what does that, is there anything that stuck out for you? The fact of every good tree bears good fruit. So the thing is, with my mind, especially with my life coaching and performance coaching, I'm very much all about the positive. So I I, I struggle with negativity only because of I realise the impact that it has on me. So that's why I picked first, every good tree bears good fruit. Walk correctly walk uprightly do what you're supposed to do even if you stray off the path come back absolutely because I believe every reaction has a consequence Mm. so if you're doing good you're going to receive greatness if you're doing bad there's a consequence it is what it is it's a no-brainer absolutely so absolutely so where you can and the thing is just because you're walking good it doesn't have to be boring never forget that not just you, to those listening. Like, don't forget that. Sometimes people can associate, oh, you're so good. Oh, where's the fun in that? That's all the fun. Because mm, that's so the key true. to the next chapter, next chapter and the chapter after that and so forth. No, you're right. Absolutely. I love that verse as well. And what I love about it is the fact that, very similar to what you said in terms of the being positive and looking at the good side of things, but then equally so, it's 
being important and being mindful and you touched upon it actually where you said about when you first got married and when you was preparing for marriage there was a few people that couldn't come along with you on that journey not trying to say that they were bad fruits but we just need to be mindful of where we're placing ourselves and what soil we're going to be in because where we plant where that seed is planted it will grow so if that seed is planted in bad soil we need to be mindful of our environments and our people around us because they can influence us in a good way but then also yeah. in a, a, a I, wouldn't, I don't like the word negative constructive yeah same I'm the same I don't like yeah. to use it but in the other way yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just say the other way yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's so but important it's, but- to be planted in good soil yeah, 100%. As you, I can't stress that enough. It's not saying that you think that you're better than or you're higher than. It's just, it doesn't work for where you're going, your trajectory, your path. And you've got to be, I think when you start to identify what it is that you want out of life, what it is that you want to achieve, your type of husband that you're wanting to, you know, be in your life and be a part of your life, you have to make those kind of decisions, which will be, I'm not the same person I was then. I don't think that same way now. There's there's nothing wrong with you, but that's just not for me. So I'm I'm gonna do what I'm doing. You know, we might not be as there's friends. There was a girl I remember. I've known her for years. Good old gone gone past seventeen years, and I realised as I started to go down my path, it was becoming awkward. But I, it was just that we've all been there where the friendship yep. I just outgrew the friendship. Yep. It wasn't. I didn't. It wasn't what I needed. For me to be able to do what I was yep. doing, if that makes yep. sense. Yep. And yeah. even the conversations and is just different because I've got yeah. a few friends like that and love them to pieces. They're my friends. But when I'm around them, the conversation makes me uncomfortable because, yeah, you 100%. know, my friends now, we talk about things, not people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yes. not yes. on speaking about people in a negative way or slanderous and... I'm not on that, you know, so it is so important that whole being around your good fruit, good soil, good seed. Well, they say iron sharpens, they say iron sharpens iron. So going back to even this, when you um, suggested this, it was a no brainer that you didn't have to ask twice. No, because it's your character speaks for itself. The fact that you're doing a new project and it's, you know, it's uplifting of who, who wouldn't want to, listen to this if this was what you're aspiring to or you know wanting to gain advice it made sense so it's like of course I can give my time to this 100% but if you were here and you you were like yeah tell me about this you you wouldn't see me for dust I'd say I'm sorry (laughs) I can't make it (laughs) (laughs) do you get what I mean it's so true it's about alignment honestly Wens you've been amazing I've loved our chat and I've missed you I've missed I missed you too. Honestly, Big we time. need to try it. I know you're busy and everything, but we need to try and no, but, but, a no, summer, no, even if it's the summer. Yeah, we, we need, need to. We all. yeah, we need to. We need to. <laughs> we'll have to arrange something for sure. Yes, definitely. we will. Yeah, but no, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. All right, when so, thank you so much for your time today. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, which is where I function mainly on at Wendy Harriet. That's W-E-N-D-I Harriet, H-A-R-R-I-O-T. 
online coach, life coach. Amazing. Fantastic. So, yes, we will definitely connect. Thank you so much, Wins. All right. Thank you for having me, Simone. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you also have any suggestions or ideas that you would like to see featured on the podcast, I welcome your input. Please send this to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com. Let's keep the conversation going and connect with me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and on Twitter. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you are listening to your podcast. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm excited. I'm so excited for this journey and I really pray that you all have a blessed week and take care.